When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. The driver's seat. Good start from Stephen Johnson, a really good one. Johnson leads the race. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault their first podium. Cam Waters is our 2020 pole sitter at Bathurst. Driver's seat. The driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Excellent job. Yeah, well, hello and welcome to the driver's seat. Matt McKeldin, Stevie Johnson, the winner. Winners are grinners, and Jason Matthews filling in for Nims. I haven't seen you boys for about, was it a year ago we were doing the E-Series? Oh, it was a year ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess now it was. Pretty close. Ten yeah. weeks of it. And how's your motorsport knowledge now? Wolf? It's improved a lot. Sure, because it was absolute rubbish. I thought you were going to say ago. appalling. Well, it was appalling. This is as good as you were driving on the weekend, Matty. Pretty good. <laughs> it was, I'll tell you what, it was about, <laughs> he's learning. It was about as good as my car was behaving. Let me give you the strong tip. And I know a bad tradesman always blames Please. his tools. Can, can but... you see? Yeah, exactly. Like, you can see he's a real race driver now. He's bringing out all the it wasn't me. It was the garage. Anyway, some bloke, this bloke, I'll tell you what, we've got a big show coming up. We're going to kick it off with this bloke. He has been driving very well this year. He's got the job done. Around turn 12 for the final time. Will Davison signals a party for Dick Johnson Racing. You beauty. Now, that wasn't Will on the weekend, but that was his first ever win for your old man, Way back when, 2000 and... Oh, jeez, he'll be able to tell us. It must be 2006. Let's bring him in. Will Davis, and welcome to the driver's seat. Hey, guys. How are we doing? Hey, good, Will. Was that, two, is, was that 2006? Oh, no, I didn't quite nail the win in rookie year, Steve-O. Oh, so 2008. 2008. <laughs> 2008. I remember Eastern that. Eastern Creek. Creek. Yeah, that was uh, in, in the Jim Beam rig. That was, uh, that was huge for the team. That was massive. The year of the Jim Beam. No, that was a, that was an awesome, uh, awesome couple of years. Wasn't well when I was there. You guys carried on, obviously, in the Jim Beam machines. But uh, yeah, 2008, first win, never ever forget it. It was uh, it was a good year. 08. We started certainly nailing a bit of form, and obviously you and I got damn close at Bathurst. Yeah. And, Lots of memories, so no, it's so cool to be back at the team. Really, really special. Now, of course, Will Davison nowadays with the Shell V-Power Racing Team, and he's uh, joining us tonight. Uh, ask your mechanic for Ryko Fielders, the professional choice. Maybe you should do that, Matty, with your car. Oh, listen to you, mate. You haven't been anywhere near a race car. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not going to start. I've got a winner in one side of me, and I've got a – I wouldn't call you a loser, but, you know, you've never been in a race car. So, hey, Wilbur, let's focus on you, mate. Good start to the year. Welcome back to uh, the driver's seat. Welcome back to Shell V Power Racing. Good start to the year, huh? 
Hey guys, yeah, hey, let's let's congratulate Stevie J. Yeah. A big win in the XB on the weekend. Oh. Well done, Stevie. No, thanks, mate. There's the headset, the, the earphones are about to blow off his head. Let me tell you. Jeez, I already boys. got the download last night. We're chatting about rear geometry and all sorts yeah. of stuff. <laughs> we got to make it faster. It's no, not no. fast enough, is it? I said it's not fast enough. Everyone thinks, oh, you win races. It's fast enough. Well. It's not really, not yet. No. It's just your massive talent, Steve That's Johnson. It. That's it. It's either that or the big kahuna. It's one or the <laughs> other. <laughs> How about we let Will answer the question? Mate, a very good start to yeah, the year. Uh, yeah, no, it's been really good. Um, you know, obviously, yeah, it's, it's difficult in a way, like a, a team that's just had so much success in the last three or four years you know, at the end of the day, to, to get in and replicate that straight away was just never going to happen. So it's obviously been, you feel that pressure, but you've got to be realistic and you've got to do your work and, and just chip away. So the team's exceptional. The car's exceptional. We, we felt that from the first laps we did. But to win at this level now, it, it is a process. You know, there's no major advantage anyone's got. It's really just that chemistry between driver and team, which creates the... Scotty factor, the SVG factor at the moment. And, um, you know, we're right there. So we're three events in. Um, we've scored some good points, some good podiums, which was my aim, um, until we get more comfortable in the car and we can start challenging for those wins hopefully really soon. Hey, mate, just uh, just for our listeners, you know the differences. I sort of know the differences. Um, but, you know, coming back to DJR now uh, from when you were there, give give – Everyone, a bit of a snippet of of the difference that you feel is there, and um, and obviously uh, why they've been so successful the last three years. Yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's it's quite it's impressive. I, you know, I'm often walking around myself, just tr- you know, truly trying to understand you know where the magic is, and what it proves is there is there's no magic. You know, what it is is um, a well-oiled machine. I mean, really quality staff quality people that all enjoy each other's company they all get on well they all respect each other you can see everything's just organized everyone knows their place nothing's too hard everyone's just got a good attitude so the attention to detail um, in everything through the business um, through the, the team through the presentation through the way they prepare the cars you can see it, you can feel it from the moment you're getting fitted into the car, you know, where you're used to not wanting to bother everyone too much, but nothing's too hard, you know, they're going the extra mile in all their, yeah, all their homework and that filters through to the engineers and just the way everyone works and uh, there's no magic, but it's just, yeah, it's a really impressive um, environment and really nice to be a part of. Um, everyone just wants to do well and just everything's really organised, streamlined, there's no time wasting, no one wants to sit around and you know, have small chat, everything's just streamlined, you know, we're there to do a job and we're there to, you know, we're there for business um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a really awesome working environment. It's really, really impressive. And Will, there's a lot of criticism that comes from people around the tracks about teammates and they're all riding bikes together and sipping lattes and having smashed Avo on toast together. <laughs> how are you How are you with, uh, with Anton? Is that you guys or do you live a relatively separate world, come together at a race weekend, work together and buzz off again? Or are you pretty close off the track? Uh, well, I mean, there's plenty of puff and puff going on about all that, isn't it? I think it's all a bit of wah-wah. Like, yeah, I read, uh, I read that everyone bags out people in Lycra or riding push bikes or whatever. But <laughs> I think Gary Rogers um, does that a lot, doesn't he? 
He has, yeah, a, cra- he has a crack about um, it all. Does he? I'm not. Yeah, you're rated here and there. But um, everyone's, I mean, you, everyone, each for their own, what everyone wants to do. I mean, the fierceness on track, we, we don't need to waste our breath trying to justify the level of what, what it's like out there, where the blokes go riding together in their lycra and sip a latte. I think everyone doesn't want a coffee in the morning, to be honest. But, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, it's um, each for their own. But the, the level of competition out there is fiercer than ever. It may not look like it sometimes, but the, the, the aggression, the quality of the racing is um, is insane. You know, it's, it's some of the hardest racing you'll have anywhere in the world. And quality racing, you know, people know where to position their car, how hard to push at the right moments. And, um, yeah, Anton and I getting on well. Um, no, we, I mean, didn't know him that well before the year. And, uh, no, I'm really enjoying working with him. You know, we're going to push each other hard, no doubt about that. But certainly... You know, we, we've got the certainly the interest of the team at heart, and I think we're we're bouncing off each other well, and and um, that that filters through the team when they see us working together, and we're at different stages in our career. So I think, you know, I can certainly help him through my experiences when I was his age, and you know, I want to see him do well. I want to obviously see us both do well for the team, and of course, we both want to be as fast as we can, and naturally, you want to beat each other, but. Uh, yeah, we've got to work well out of the car together. So, no, I haven't, haven't managed to uh, get out in the pushy with him yet, but he had all the team around to his house last weekend. And um, now we're all just sort of starting to bond as a, as a team. We work hard together when we're out of the car. You know, we need to all work in the truck, you know, after hours and bounce off each other well. And, um, you know, that's um, certainly something we're really prioritising I think um, from a team element. I think I think Maddie was trying to describe our uh, relationship when we were teammates. Will you know, lycra, <laughs> lycra budding and coffee, sure, coffee in the morning, sure. Hey, Will can Will was in lycra. You wouldn't have been Will anywhere can attest near. Will that it. I actually will have been on the bike with Will. Really? Yes. How was it? No, I just couldn't just couldn't keep up though. Oh, the messages, sure. you know, it was always too early, like it was five AM for Steve. You wanted to I wanted to do sixty K, you wanted to do a hundred, you know. <laughs> the only time Will couldn't keep up with me is when there's a forty five degree downhill. <laughs> and that's where the weight matters. That's let me give you the tip. Uh, hey mate, hey mate, moving on to obviously this weekend, Tail and Bend. Uh, it's a happy hunting ground for you. You should have won there in 2019. You should have actually been one of the, the rare souls to beat Scotty Mack in that first year of the yep. Mustang um, <laughs> until you had an airbox fire coming down the, down the pit lane in, in coming in for your pit stop. So you obviously like the track. You've got form there. Um, and DJR have had six out of ten wins there. So you must be pretty confident going into the weekend. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I'm loving every time I sit in my car. Like, I really, I've got that exuberance and excitement. You know, the car's just beautifully built. I'm comfortable in it. And I'm, yeah, I'm another completely different circuit to where we've been previously um, in Tassie. Uh, so I'm just, yeah, I'm intrigued. Looking at, you know, the setup we run on the car is, is vastly different to Tassie. So, I'm, yeah, I'm really just intrigued to see what it's going to feel like. Obviously, it was very quick for Scotty and Fabs last year. Um, and a circuit I, I like. So we've all got shoulda, woulda, coulddas in our career, but that's certainly one that irks me from 2019 <laughs> because I've won at every team I've, I've been in. And it was just a little stat that doesn't mean much, but I sort of said, I'm mean, Phil Monday, and I was just so determined to win a race for him. And, you know, 2019, no one was touching Scotty that year. Anyone else that won a race was generally if something happened to him. But, you know, we, we nailed him off the start. We're on the front row. We were second. 
And the first two stints, I actually was able to gap him a couple of seconds and my car was just really good. And um, that last pit stop sweep sequence was, uh, you know, crucial. But uh, yeah, we had this oh, airbox fire down pit lane and it's coughed and spluttered and I lost about two and a half seconds. So <laughs> came out just behind him in second and, and that was that. So it was one of those ones that, oh, it irks me that that one got away. So um Anyway, uh, good memories from the circuit. The 2020 pre-season test last year before COVID erupted and the world went upside down, I was sort of quickest um, at the at the pre-season test as well last year. So I like the joint, but I also know how crucial it is to have the car balance there. Like it's one of those circuits that's billiard table smooth, long, fast, flowing corners, and you really need to get the car hooked up to be quick there. If it's a little bit off or you start slipping and sliding a bit, it spirals and your lap time just goes downhill. So I'm confident the car will be good and I'm just, yeah, hanging to hanging to uh, have a crack. Two short sessions before qual, so you've got to roll out the truck quick like we did in Tassie and we saw how much, you know, that did for our weekend. Hey, if you just tuned in, we're chatting to Will Davison from the Shell V-Power Racing Team. Hey, if you've got a question for Will, shoot it through on the text 0433 98 11 16. Uh, Will, you're great mate, James Courtney. Uh, we've seen you. You're a great mate. You're great mate. You're, you're good pal, James Courtney. You guys actually achieve a pretty special moniker this weekend, 212 round starts, which I think puts you 12 on the all-time list and a list that contains names, luminaries, such as Johnson and Brock and Moffat and all those guys. You've got to look back at your career and where you are now and say, pretty happy, I would have thought. That's a pretty good round count. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've got to be happy. Like at the end of the day, I've given it my all for for many many years, and of course, would I like to have done more? Yes, but am I hugely grateful for what I have experienced and done? Yes, and here I am now in the in the best team at pit lane, still trying to, you know, tick off some other cool boxes, and uh, you know, I'm as motivated as ever. So, um, I got asked the other day, um, you know, how does it feel to, to equal Peter on 212 rounds. It was sort of a bit of a... I didn't really know how to react. So, um, you know, I'm, everyone who knows me knows how respectful I am of the history of the Brocks, of the, the Johnsons, and the list goes on. Um, it's a different era, um, different formats, different... I don't ever, ever try and compare in any way to, to anyone else, let alone the legends of our sport. So, um, at the end of the day, what does it mean? It means I've been around a while um, <laughs> and... You know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I suppose I'm proud that I've been able to last that long at the end of the day. Um, there's been some ups and downs, but uh, that I'm still here. I'm still competing and I'm, I'm in a great team. And, um, yeah, I suppose I'm proud of that. And would I like to achieve more? Yes, but, hey, um, I'm damn grateful. It's been, it's been an amazing ride so far. Well, you've uh, obviously got some pretty big expectations this weekend. So what, um, you know, realistically, what, what are you thinking? I mean, it's... It's so hard now, you know, the the Red Bull Holden racing team guys have been fast, especially Shane. Um, you know, his stranglehold on race wins was only broken in Tassie where you, uh, you're you on the podium a couple of times there. So, uh, you know, realistically, are you looking at, you know, at a minimum qualifying front row? What, what is your expectation going this weekend? Because I know you're, you're normally pretty high with them. Yeah, I mean, just I'm, I'm very realistic. Um <sighs> And it's nice that the conference isn't, it's more than just some words at the moment. Like it's building, but I'm respectful of what we're up against. Um, but just talking to the team today, the guys, 
we've just got to keep ticking our boxes and uh, we know that the team's capable, the cars are capable. I know that um, and we're just trying to get it all together and, you know, we're right there. We've just got to keep being right there, knocking on the door of podiums and, uh, of course, ultimately we want to win and I, I love it that all of a sudden, um, in the space of a few events, even my own psyche and mindset, you know, I've had three podiums already. Uh, the team's been great, both of us on the podium in Tassie, but you're sensing already that we, we want to win. You know, we're flying the flag uh, for so many Ford fans, and I love it. I'm actually thriving on that pressure I'm putting on myself again, that right, maybe in the past few years, being a little single-car team, getting podiums and whatnot, it celebrated like a win and now that I'm back in it takes me back to my SPR HRT days where I remember coming home from tracks and seconds and thirds all the time being gutted because we needed to win you know we were there to win the championship and years have gone by in small teams where I'd kill for a second or a third spot it's all relative to the team you're with but now feeling that already all right we've had some seconds and thirds and yep that's good but no, we've got to win, and it's not easy yeah. to do, but that that's genuinely my mentality going into the race. I've got to do whatever I've got to do to try and get our cars uh, on top, and whether it's this weekend or or not, I'm not sure, but that that's genuinely our, our belief and our goal. Hey, well, we've got a couple of texts coming in from our listeners here that uh, you might be able to answer for them. One from Christian here. Uh, what does Will think of Scotty's efforts in the IndyCar so far over there in the U.S.? Uh, yeah, huge, huge effort by Scotty. To be to be honest, he's made it. Um, you know, he's he's made it look probably. I'm not going to say easier, but uh, I think he's made it look like an easier transition than it actually is. Like I'm putting myself in Scott's shoes, and I've done a lot of open wheeler racing a long time ago. But I mean, he's done such limited open wheeler running. And I'm picturing how foreign that would be, um, what he's been experiencing, you know, um, all the first pit stops, you know, opening laps, disturbed air with massive downforce cars, just racing in open wheel combat is, is a very different environment. So, you know, he's limited errors. He's generally quite competitive. And um, no, it's, I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, the level of the supercar series, I think, is underestimated around the world and the level the teams operate out and the, the way you've got to execute our weekend has obviously prepared him very well, although the cars couldn't be further different. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's showing his class, particularly the oval performance on the weekend. He's obviously with a, an amazing team that's preparing him well, but, yeah, just executing no mistakes, which is exactly what I remember Scotty doing when he got into V8s when he was a rookie. Mm. Mm. He adapted quick, and I remember racing him very early on, and there was no unnecessary aggression he was smart he knew where to place the car limited errors trying to put him under pressure as a rookie and and that's just always the way he's rolled nothing stupid just quality um but i like i like his style i like the way he races and he's, he's doing the exact same thing in indycar and let's look forward to the bathurst 1000 a little bit later on in the year if we can't get scotty mack back uh is alex prema an opportunity uh, sorry, Alex Davison, uh, an opportunity to step back in the car with you. That's a text from one of our good mates, Tommy in Toowoomba. Tommy, who texts in every single week. Uh, could we see? Could we sell, see El Davo in a uh, a DJR car as well? Oh, jeepers! Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. What do you reckon, Stevie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, Alex is. 
definitely fit. He's fit. He's he's always been fit. You know. I think and, Stevie wants to jump in. Oh, <laughs> mate, mate. Jump in or fall in one of them. One of the, yeah. How long's how long's it take to recover of lap band surgery? Five tomorrow, Steve. Yeah, on the bike five o'clock. Let's uh, go. Start tomorrow. Stationary bike. That's where you'll not find the Steve. E-bikes. Not the e bikes. Right now, be careful, mate. Remember the, what happened to the last bloke that went mountain biking with Steve? He ended up oh, breaking no. a collarbone and three ribs. So, <laughs> and then he won the next four races. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. I might do that. But um, no, no. I don't. We'll see. What happens with Scotty? I mean, obviously amazing if he could come out, um, but who knows what's going to happen around the world. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the team's working on a plan B. I can't really say too much more than that at the moment, yeah. but um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hey, mate, another one uh, from one of our listeners here, Tom in Hobart. What's your thoughts on the paddle shift? Uh, I, I guess Tommy's saying here he hasn't really heard you or heard your take on it regarding, you know, through social media and that sort of stuff. Everybody else has been pretty vocal. So uh, what's your thoughts on Paddle Shift going to Gen 3? What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, there's been that many times I've wanted to give an opinion, but uh, I'm, I'm generally, no, personally, I, no, I'm honestly, I, I don't think, I don't want to go Paddle Shift, but I, I'm respectful and mindful of, yeah, it may well be the right thing for the future, you know, the argument for it, but, Oh, I'm str- I'm struggling to go with it. I'm I'm all for, which is not going to happen. But I'm all for you know a, mu- a, a muscle car H pattern, <laughs> like, yeah. you know Trans Am car going raw and, and hardcore. You know, and that's that's what I fell in love with when I jumped in a V8. You know, and I'd come from a Formula One test, just the the H pattern, the the noise, the, the big heavy powerful cars, and there was something that just the character about it that really was amazing for a driver and I you know I don't I don't think we should be confused um you know race cars you know we're not GT cars I think GT cars are okay to have paddles because they're fast they got downforce um, they're hooked up cars like sports cars so no one's really focusing on the paddles uh our cars I think you know if we're not going to have much downforce we're limiting downforce to make the racing better um I think we want the cars moving sliding um, driver working. I mean that—that's what we're built on. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm in the middle because I don't want to be old school and you know moving with the time, so to speak. But um, I think we've got to be very careful of keeping true to what our category is. But I'm—I'm I'm on the fence a little bit because I'm—I am respectful of also needing to move forward. So I'm struggling with that one. <laughs> well, we'll, we could talk to you all night, but uh, we have to let you go because Stevie J wants us to celebrate his victory uh, on the weekend. So we've got, we've got to dedicate 20 minutes to that. So. <laughs> Will Davison from the Shell Very V Power good. Racing teammate, thank you for joining us on the driver's seat tonight. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Good mate. luck, Will. Oh, he's Thanks. gone. Cheers. I hung up on him. There he goes. <laughs> You did, mate. In our pre-show meeting, he said, guys, I want to dedicate 20 minutes. 20 minutes to Full Throttle Custom Garage, Kubota. Hey? Oh. Oh. <laughs> hey, speaking of Kubota, this is the driver's seat for Kubota. Kubota implements, Crone, great planes, implementing a great partnership. How's Malcolm going? He's good. Yeah, I spoke to him, uh, had a good long conversation with him He's yesterday. in his new house now. He is in his new is, house. Which was like five years in the making, his wasn't it? stress levels have got – he was – he was on the limiter. He was on the hard cut for about 18 right. months there. He's now back to being was old Was he Mal. or was his lovely wife, Joe? Joe both. Well, this... we're all on the hard cut when our wives are giving no, us a hard time, I'm mate. not. Speak for yourself. Oh, you lie. <laughs>
Hey, when we come back, our Bendix breaks big moment from the weekend. Oh, there was a really big one in the US. We'll get to that. Tease, don't let the cat out of the bag here, boys. You okay? Sure. I'm just I'm just wondering what we're doing. Right. We're going to go to a break and then we're going to go. you got no idea, have you? Uh, this you need is to the learn how to read seat. a run sheet, mate. <laughs> On SEN. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Yeah, good to be here with you tonight. Matty McKeldin uh, and Stevie J, the winner on the weekend. Big race, big car. Uh, I'm going to catch big up. Big driver. Big driver. Oh, that start, though, that was outstanding of yours. I watched the, I've watched the video, I seriously, 300 times. <laughs> and I, Did they stall and you were the only one going? <laughs> they must have. I think they were all asleep. <laughs> I had a double short black before I jumped into that thing for that race, and uh, I, was, I was alert. They, they were asleep. Right. I, it looked like it. Now, our Bendix breaks big moment. You didn't quite make it this week because something bigger was happening. Put your foot down with confidence. Bendix brakes. Australian technology for all weather confident braking. How could we go past this from the weekend? For Dixon to get his fifth win here at Texas Motor Speedway. What a proud moment for him too. Oh. Because he's impressed with McLaughlin, a fellow Kiwi, and to come home in a 1-2. He's got traffic is getting closer, but I don't think it's going to cause an issue. Connor Daly, he'll hang on there. Checkered flag at the ready. Scott Dixon wins back-to-back years and wins at Texas Motor Speedway for a fifth time. Well done, Scott. I've never been this bloody happy second. I'll give you the tip, but um, I'm, I'm really stoked for everyone at PPG and Chevy and just couldn't quite get Scotty at the end there. But tell you what, it was bloody cool battling with one of my all-time favourite heroes, or what is my all-time hero, Scotty Dixon. And two Kiwis, one and two is fantastic. My mum and dad's watching at home, I know for sure. And unfortunately, my wife Carly said, if I go good this weekend, she's going to give me a slap across the face. And I went good, I'm sorry, babe. But yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, big moment there for Scotty McLaughlin. Hey, listen, uh, what did you think of that performance? And how do you think he's going? 0488. 98 11 16 sent us a text here at SEN. How good. Like, I mean, that was seriously impressive. Yeah, sure. And if you look through the field, there was not very many cars passing. So a lot of it was strategy, but he was still fast. You know, you still got to be fast and you've still got to hold your own up there. And he was within three tenths of a second from uh, Scott Dixon, you know, the six time IndyCar champion and, and mm. probably tainted as one of one of or if not the best oval racer still currently in the category. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and going to a place where you're doing well over 340 kilometres an hour, you know what I mean? It's just insane what he's done. Um, and if anyone was watching that on the weekend, just to see some of the onboard vision of those guys, they don't just sit there with their foot down, driving around in a circle, they actually get in, they're changing gears, they're changing from sixth gear down to fourth gear, up a gear, they're... they're weight jackers they're left weight and right. weight jackers left and right. They're on the buttons on the wheel, changing the weight distribution throughout the car for handling and, and all that sort of thing. It's just insane with what he's been able to absorb in the small amount of time that he's been there. And you're right, Will Davison just said it before, that there is such a contrast, boys, between an open wheeler and a touring car. And he has essentially done very little open wheel running. So I actually think it's a bit scary. I mean, if this if he continues Stevie J on the trajectory that he's on, I mean, he could literally, A, he'll be the first. He'll be the rookie, definitely, because we know that Jimmy Johnson 
Um, and Romain Grosjean. Romain Grosjean aren't doing the oval, so he's definitely going to be the top rookie. But, I mean, he's eighth or something in the championship right now, Stevie J. He keeps going on this trajectory. There is every chance that he could be top three in his rookie year in the championship, which would be unbelievable, unheard of. Yeah, it's just crazy to think where he's going. And what Will said, you know, I mean, just to be able to go, he's never, you remember, he is, apart from a go-kart, he has never raced an open-wheel race car. Mm, crazy. He's never, it's always been tin tops. So um, in the end, the next few race meetings, I hope he does okay. I hope he's just around that top 10 like he was in uh, uh, race two at Texas. Because his odds are going to blow out, then I'm going to put some dough on him to win a race this year, and then it's going to be payday for Stevie J. Could you, yeah, like you need the coin? Uh, could you see him dominating IndyCar like he did the supercars down the track? I know it's early, but well, he looks comfortable. Yeah, he does look comfortable, and you never know. You know, I mean, it's essentially IndyCar is a category that is. Not too dissimilar to supercars when you look at it. They're both a controlled chassis. There's two makes of engine in there. Um, you know, essentially it's down to the team and the driver to make the difference. And that's what it was like for him in supercars. And that's what it's like at the moment in, in IndyCar. So I don't think there's any reason why we couldn't see Scotty McLaughlin winning one, two, three, four, five, possibly even six championships in IndyCars. Oh, you heard it here first on the driver's seat. That's huge. I'm mm. looking forward to seeing how he goes at the Indy 500. I mean, they, as Americans do, they call everything domestically a world championship. They say it's the biggest <laughs> sporting event in the world. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes there because some big names in that race this year. And just to qualify for the Indy 500, huge. He's not a, like a dead set starter there. Everybody must qualify yeah, on for it on speed. Mm. And if you're if you're having a bad month. Um, you're you're done. So you know it's going to be interesting to see. But you know I've just got that sneaky feeling that you know he's going to be pretty special at uh, at the Indy uh, Indy 500. Rightio, that's our uh, Bendix breaks big moment. Put your foot down with confidence, Bendix breaks. Uh, you can shoot us on the text spot. Not shoot us, but you know shoot us a text. <laughs> I should say oh four double eight ninety eight eleven sixteen. We've got some coming. Through. What's this one about Dim Sims? Oh, there's, there's one avid here. listener. An this avid guy listener listens every single week, whether we like it or not. Mister Amin, Amin Azor. Azor. Isn't Amin he meant Azor. to be on holiday? Yeah, he's up in. I think he's up in Townsville on the Isn't Pina Coladas or he is. somewhere like that. I saw him. He's getting a tan. Yeah, he he, he oh. writes in. He says, <laughs> "Guys, just you're a shock." <laughs> More of a tan. Uh, he says, hey, guys, just wondering if there was any truth to the rumours. Chaz's Audi had weight added to it uh, for him carrying some extra dim sims from the food truck at SMP. <laughs> some comedy gold there from I the Hey, mate, I've got to tell you, a little what? funny little side note about Chaz. Yep. He and I flew down to Sydney the other day on the same aircraft. I had no idea he was he was back at the back of the plane, funnily enough, not at the front. And uh, there's, I'm standing at the baggage carousel waiting for my bag, and there's this guy across the baggage carousel with a face mask on. So I didn't know who it was. And he winks. And he looks at me and he winks again and he does a bit of the old, come on over here, mate, come on over here. And I'm thinking, who is this Fruit Loop looking mm -hmm. at me? Mm -hmm. And then he rips it. He sends me a text message, Chazzy. And then he spoke to my daughter on the uh, on the phone because we were talking to my daughter on the phone and oh. said, I'm staying with your parents in their hotel room tonight. Oh, thanks, Chaz. Oh. To, to my 15-year-old daughter. That was great. Appreciate it. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. <laughs> Together we are shaping and building Australia. Uh, when we come back, we're going to spend 20 minutes on Stevie J's win last weekend. It's next. 
This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. This is the driver's seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Uh, don't we love Kubota here at the driver's seat? And you should too if you want to send us a text about anything. 0488 98 11 16. Matty, what's just come in on the text machine? Uh, from one of our favourite listeners, Christian. How many burgers has Steve had tonight? He sounds like he's in a good mood. <laughs> Man, you guys, even the oh, listeners are hard on me now. Yeah, yeah. Christian, yeah. I've got a McCafe coffee in my right hand, and that's what's made me happy. And I didn't bring in any M&Ms or chips tonight, so he's got nothing to eat. So. Well, you guys last week yeah. made me put salt and vinegar chips and M&Ms in my mouth at the same time, and I don't know what happened. Game and, changer. And and <laughs> you looked at us with that foul face yeah. when we said, yeah. what was your face like halfway through? It was like joy. Yeah. It's it was, a game changer. It's like a feeling I haven't had since my wedding night. It was Ooh. incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Ooh, Listen, uh, time thought. for our race <laughs> rewind. Thanks to Gates Australia. Uh, don't compromise. Choose Gates Premium Belts, Hose and Hydraulics. He's making us run over this again. A man in the studio Ooh. had a great win on the weekend. By demand from Stevie Johnson. Here it is. The showman at the start of race three was Stephen Johnson. I believe the term is a whole shot. Yeah. Down the inside from P Nowhere to P1. First win for the new True Blue XD Falcon. Stephen Johnson will be delighted with that. The three-time Touring Car Masters champion on top at Sydney Motorsport Park. Congratulations. Can you play that again? <laughs> You've already For the fifteenth oh, time. Yeah. Listen, mate, congratulations. That car looks amazing. Yeah, the thanks, XD. mate. It it didn't look as good at the end of the weekend as it did at the start. <laughs> There's a few little battle scars on it, but we're slowly chipping away. The the old XD is uh well, the new old XD, you should mm. probably call it, is is slowly getting better. But um I still don't think it's uh we're quite there yet with it, but you know, we're we're making inroads. I thought it would take 12 months, to be honest, to, to get it sorted. And, and at the moment, we're at least we're up there with a chance to battle it out with the guys at the front. To me, it looks like it's just not quite nice enough consistently to its tyres. It looks like it's burning its tyres yep. off. Is that accurate? Yeah, 100%. You know, that's, that's that, uh, Is that because that, you've got 900 horsepower? That Hawkeye, <laughs> Hawkeye motorsport brain that you've got there, Matthew, <laughs> the, uh, the car is a little bit hard on its, on its rear rubber um, because it's hard to put 1,000 horsepower. I mean, it's hard to put 600, <laughs> 650 no, <laughs> horsepower down. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's just one of those things. We haven't quite got the shocks right. That Maybe the rear geometry is not right. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, it is burning up the rear tires. I manage my tires really well. You know, as you heard then, Steve Johnson from P nowhere to P one on the start. Yeah, I finished seventh in race two because I was literally rolling out of it trying to save my rubber for the last race. And I think everybody burned up theirs a little bit, which mm. which was good. And also, John Bauer, Ryan Hansford, Ryle uh, Harris. Harris, they yep. were all battling fiercely behind me, which gave me that gap. So I think I was pretty lucky in that respect. Can I ask a question? Um, and, it, and I want to get your honest thoughts on it because one of our listeners has chimed in just saying, uh, hi, guys, the Channel 7's coverage is a, a word I won't say on air, but um, I've got a large green TV. I need to have TCM race split into two while they're interviewing people in pit lane while the race is on and now they're not interested in the race. Oh, that's from Nathan. Sorry, down in Tassie. Good on you, Nath. Um, what do you think? Because I hear that TCM right now, and I know you need to be relatively diplomatic, but I know TCM right now is going through 
some growing pains with their new family at ARG. Um, and I'd also like to get your thoughts on the TV because I kind of agree with Nathan. I didn't think it was – particularly when they did those in – or 50-50 shots on screen, I didn't think that was warranted. I mean, it, give us your thoughts on TV and what's happening in the TCM world because there's a bit of bubbling yeah, strife it's, going on It's there. hard. I mean, I think ARG's in a pretty tough spot because personally for them – um, and I guess Channel 7, their hero category is probably TCR and S5000. Uh, and then, you know, especially on the weekend, then you've got obviously the Trans Ams there. And I don't know, you know, and then and they've got TCM, which to me is a massively, massively popular category, and they understand that it is. But I think they're, they're at the moment, they're just, they've got their balls in the air, juggling the balls, but they're, they're not sure which one to catch. I think... To be honest, the the TCR and S5000 thing, they're heavily invested in. So I think their hands are tied. They've got to really try to push that and make that work. Um, but you know what? There's no reason why they can't really push. That. They've got four amazing categories at their disposal. Mm. And you and I drive in two of those categories, Matty. Yep. And yep. Uh, I just think, you know, the, the only way to fix that and fix that issue is to have more time on screen. So that re- that means not 10 till 2, yeah. you know, yeah. Channel 7. It needs to be 9 till 4 or whatever it might be to be able to cater for all those categories and give them enough time in their own right, in their own segment. Because one of the things I struggled with over the weekend, boys, was that there was like eight categories there, all of which got TV. And then there was – one of the categories was Australian Production Car Championship where they had nine cars and three of them were Suzuki Swifts. That was pretty exciting stuff. And then they had the prototype category as well that was going around, which was about nine or ten cars. And I was talking to someone, I won't name who they were, but I was very, very close to the production uh, and the category management side of things today. And even they said way too many categories. What I would love to have seen, and I'd be interested in our friends listening their thoughts on this, that – what I think we should have had was see a production car, see a, a, um, a prototype cars, and we could have gone racing on Saturday night because we all qualified on Saturday night and some people had races. Aussie cars were there. I'd love to have seen more racing at night. So, And S5000 is now finished. Joey Mawson's the gold star champion. So for the rest of the coming rounds, it's basically three ARG Halo, which is TCR, TCM, and Trans Am. I'm hoping we get a little bit more love from there. All right, what do you think? 0488 98 11 16. Shoot us a text. A couple of texts coming through. Um, we've got Tom from Toowoomba, who's a serial pest by Tommy. the looks of things. Was Stevie J's car underweight again? Uh, and that's why he won on the weekend. Just kidding. <laughs> well done, Drew Blue back where it belongs. Actually, the, the funny race. thing about that is what, that what? my car was about 15 kilos lighter than when it was at Bathurst when it was underweight. So, oh. but I've been given a bit of a, I wouldn't say compensation. I've actually been been uh, taken the uh, the success ballast or, you know, I think they realised that there's enough ballast in the driver's seat, so they actually <laughs> took that extra 30 kilos out of the passenger side. And you're shredding it too, mate. I can – shedding weight, I can see it as well. So you're looking fantastic, Stevie. Thank you, mate. Can no I borrow worries. your glasses? Can you say that to me as well, please? <laughs> you look fantastic, this is, Thank you. Thanks. Gorgeous. Uh, this is the driver's seat for Kubota. <laughs> Together we are shaping and building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. 
This is The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Thanks to Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia. Yeah, and Jason Matthews in for the holidaying Nims, who's up in Townsville in one of those uh, Hawaiian shirts he picked up uh, from, uh, what's that shop? Ennis. Lowe's. Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, two for seven bucks. Me, love me too. <laughs> Lowe's. Uh, love me two times, wasn't it? <laughs> Hey, listen, by the way, just a, a quick one before we forget. We're only on for an hour today, so... Um, Yo, beauty! <laughs> Get home before 10 o'clock. Go and see Mrs. Mack before I... Ooh. Right, you know. Hey, did you, give it a did you tell Mrs. Mack that it was only an hour show? You might get home and get a surprise. <laughs> Rev up your smartphone with the <laughs> Driver's Seat app <laughs> available shot. in the App Store. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Driver's Seat Show and the all-new Driver's Seat app podcast interviews, news and videos. A must for all motorsports fans. In fact, you can play this show to your friends a little later on. Uh, well, I'll probably put it up tomorrow. Uh, before we go, we can't forget uh, the great win from Jack Miller, boys, at Very the Spanish cool. MotoGP. Uh, if you missed it, this is how it finished. Jack Miller's. What about the Miller family back in Australia? Turn 13, safe and negotiated for the Wizard of Oz here in Spain. Jack Miller. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. He's oi, done oi, it. Oi. Miller wins in the <laughs> MotoGP race here in Jerez. And it's a Ducati 1-2. Morbidelli takes third. Q celebrations. Pandemonium in Australia as well. Get the national anthem ready and get the beers out. What a day for Jack. And fantastic for Jack, but almost as good an effort from the commentator. How good was that thrown in the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie? <laughs> yeah, oi, oi. with that accent. Yeah, too. That, no. brilliant, brilliant for Jack, boys, because he's had a really hard start to his mm. Ducati factory career. Uh, crashing out, not being as fast, doing all that sort of stuff, and and I think when chewing you, up the tires, yeah, I think when you win on something like a Ducati, um, very emotional. His parents weren't there, so well done, Jack. Yeah, good, good man. Let there be many very more emotional, this year. wasn't he? Very, very emotional, emotional. Yeah. and it was a track that Ducati are notoriously bad at. Yeah, so that was even better for unexpected him. Unexpected win. He moves to uh, six on the championship ladder as well. So yep. he's he's amongst it. He's on thirty nine points. Uh, with the leader on uh, 66. So he's not he's not too far behind. Actually. No, he's not too far behind. We've got a couple of texts here that we probably should go through there, Jace. What do you reckon? Should we read out a couple of sure, these, these texts? Yeah, we've got a minute and a half. Let's go. Oh, we've got one here from, from Harrison. Uh, nine classes on a Nationals uh, event doesn't work. Pretty disappointing for some categories getting races cut because of the fog. Um, AOG have a longer TV coverage via the 7 Plus streaming, but it needs to be on 7 Mate for most classes apart from TCR. It feels rushed. Oh, probably... Probably a pretty good assumption there, Matty. What do you yep. reckon? No, I reckon that's good. Another one from 228. Why would you put in 130 light towers to not use them? Question mark. Get the production cars and prototypes on during the day. And then the big four, TCR, TCM, S5000 and Trans Am at night. On Sunday, there's no footy to compete with them then. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I agree with all of that. And look, let's just take a deep breath. I think ARG are in their first year of national championships and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see how we go into next year. Still got a couple of rounds to go, but they're still in growing pains. So we'll see how they go next year. Um, yeah, is it not all on KO though? Yes, it is. Uh, no, not on KO. No, not on it's KO. on seven plus. Seven plus. So you can right, go okay. back and, and watch seven it on mate. Seven mate. Seven right. plus. And I think we're at Morgan Park in the end of June, and all of our races, yours, mine, TCR, will all be in the TV window for 
for uh, seven mate again, I was told today. So that's good. How about this news? Uh, Team Penske will unite with Porsche in a multi-continent program involving the new LMDH vehicle from 2023. Yeah, that's mega. Pretty, that's, that's unbelievable. You know, they, Penske have had an affiliation with Porsche in the past. Ryan Briscoe, one of the Aussies, Aussie uh, overseas races that, uh, that was to win races for them in, in that championship. But uh, Le Mans has been one race and one event that Roger Penske and the Penske organisation hasn't won. So, you know, just the feels from, from inside me feels like that that's on his radar. That's another big race that he wants to win. He's won Bathurst. He's won the Touring Car Championship. He's won Indy 500s, NASCAR Championship. He's won everything Daytona's. Yep. Hasn't won the Le Mans 24-hour yet. So I reckon that is a massive, massive push for the Penske organisation and Porsche. All right, boys, this music means this show must come to a close in 37 seconds. Looking forward to Tail and Ben this weekend. Yes, and the Super Utes. Super Utes come back with a V8, no longer diesel. So I know everyone's... Ready to slag them off, but give them the benefit of the doubt. Sit down, watch them. Let's get your honest feedback next week. All righty. This has been the driver. So we're not going to see Utes uh, as uh, hybrid vehicles, are we? Soon? Nope. No. They're all LS3 or 4 V8s Good. now. The Whatever only disappointing they. thing about that is that Matty McKeldon's not in there to show us the wall again. The driver's seat for <laughs> Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making Tomorrow Matter, <laughs> shaping and building Australia together. Catch you next week. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.